You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself. In the seafood department, look for the yellow low price sign on Whole Foods Market Responsibly Farm Salmon. This fish is perfect for the grill. Buttery, fatty, yet lean, nice thick fillets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, and I know I can get it at a great price. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray talk all about AEW Dynamite and what took place between Adam Copeland and Christian to end Dynamite last night. Also, we get into the strange relationship between Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. This is the best singles run of Christian's career. I don't care about championship titles or what have you. What we're seeing from Christian, this is, to me, a career highlight for him. Remember uh, during the week when Chris, when Edge talked about freedom within the WWE and yeah. how he felt free coming to AEW? I'm telling you, Christian feels the exact same way. Because no matter what the WWE did to give Christian a chance, Christian never got the same chance that Edge got in the WWE. Christian is now being allowed to be the version of Christian that Christian always wanted to be. And I can tell you firsthand, in the nicest of ways, that Christian is an egotistical prick who truly thinks he's better than everybody else and always was the bigger heel in the team. And now you're just seeing it play out, and it's going to play out better with Adam more than anybody else. I I will only use myself as an example to lend credibility to what they are doing. Bully Ray needed to turn on Devon. If Bully Ray would have turned on anybody else other than Devon, it would never have worked as well. Because these are two guys that we know and love and appreciate and watched uh, uh, um, gel and succeed together. Whether it was Edge and Christian, whether it was Matt and Jeff, whether it was uh, Bully and Devon. So Christian saying this to Edge means a lot more than if he said it to anybody else. I agree because we know as fans what this relationship means, what it means to the history of pro wrestling, and what it means to both Edge and Christian. 
I'm going to go back to something, Bully, that you said on the show Monday. And we played back what Adam Copeland had to say in the media scrum afterwards. And he talked about the history of him and Christian, talked about the uh, what his daughter had to say, all that stuff. And you mentioned, you said, man, I would love to hear this Wednesday night when he's in the ring with a microphone in his hand. And I was thinking to myself, Bully, I was like, man, how are they going to do that? Because obviously Adam Copeland is coming back as an uber babyface. Christian is the biggest heel that AEW has, maybe next to Don Callis. And I was like, how can they do that? How can he go in the ring and talk about, you know, his relationship with Christian and talk about what his daughter had to say? How can he do that on the TV show Dynamite? Well, he did it last night, and it, and it happened perfectly. He showed that emotion. Hell, I mean, Bully, he doesn't need to say any. Like, listen, you could say about, hey, one day I'd love to be in the ring with Kenny Omega, and I'd love to be in the ring with so-and-so, and I've never been able to do this. I've never been able to do that. That's all fine and good. Once he talked about his relationship with Christian that we all know about, and then his daughter saying, why don't you finish your career with Uncle Jay? That's all the emotional investment you need. That's it all there, right there. None of those dream matches that Edge talked about up front on the show when he was talking to Jericho and Omega, none of those dream matches mean a damn thing to me. They're gonna be will they be fun to watch? Sure, but they're just dream matches. So it's just a wrestling match. Him and Jay. They used to talk about how they reeked of awesomeness. Him and Jay and a story reeks of awesomeness because we are emotionally invested in these two men and what they have done for us in the pro wrestling business. Edge versus Christian. Adam versus Christian is not a dream match. Adam versus Christian is a dream story. Yes. I agree with you a thousand percent. So, Bully, I'm going to pose a question that one of our callers asked earlier in the show. When do you have this match? Now, I believe it was Rostafa said, do you wait until next year's All In at Wembley? Can you do that? Can you wait that long? I brought up the fact that there's a pay-per-view coming up in six weeks. Do you have this match at the pay-per-view at, in six weeks? When do you have this match? Because the reason it's an interesting question, Bully, because Adam Copeland's stepping into the ring with Luchasaurus next Tuesday. And we'll get into next Tuesday later on in the show as well. I, I, can you wait months until they step into the ring together? What are your thoughts? One of the things that I despise in wrestling is instant gratification. And one of the things that I really despise is the terminology and the saying that it's a different business. It's a different time. Because I completely disagree. But what I do agree with is how fans do want instant gratification now they want it and they want it now and sometimes their interest falls off if they don't get what they want right now however what will keep even the most 
ardent wrestling fan who wants instant gratification around for a long time. A great storytelling and characters. And I will take you back. You asked me, can you hold this off? And you even threw in a year because I think Rostafa might have mentioned it. He mentioned all in next year. So that's almost like, what, 10 months. Great. Paul Heyman kept Sabu and Taz apart for one full year. They never touched. Now, was it a different time? Yes. But the story remains the same. If you keep the story and the characters strong enough, you can hold it off to where people are salivating. They announced Cena versus The Rock a full year before it even took place. Yes, it can be done. I do not want to see Edge versus Christian happen anytime soon because then you've just blown through it. And one of the critiques that I have had of AEW is they blow through stuff. But if Christian and Edge have any say in this, they're not going to blow through this. There's no reason to blow through this. You can put a million hurdles in front of Edge. You can have your dream matches. And Christian can always be the constant that's involved in the the story. So what I think we're, what we saw so far, if I'm going to try to read the tea leaves here and read in between the lines, I think what we saw last night is, because I think you said that you had a little bit of confusion. He says it. Ed says at the beginning of the show, uh, "I want to have all these singles matches." But then at the end of the show, Adam's like, "We need to be a team again, right?" Yeah, I I, I think it might even have been within the same promo last night. Okay, talked, oh, yeah. maybe maybe it was. So, uh, are we supposed to get these individual singles dream matches, or do you really want to be in a tag team with Christian again? I think we're going to get both. I think we're going to get the dream matches and the story is going to be with Christian along the way. Would, would you like that? See, I like the a and the B story. And if you have a strong enough character, you can do both. So yeah, edge is going to have his dream matches with anybody, but the constant that's going to run underneath is the story with Christian. I, I, I like it. But I'm going to go a different way, Bully, and I'm going to go really old school here too. And I'm going to, and the fact is that Christian is your TNT champion. Now you can really elevate this championship because I don't know if anybody's really been able to do that, but you can do that here. I think you can have a match at full gear between Christian and Edge. I think you can do an old. Dusty Flair story where Dusty and Flair met in the ring many, many times, but Dusty could just not beat Ric Flair for that championship. Whether it was Ric Flair getting himself disqualified, the four horsemen getting involved, you could go that route where it looks like Adam Copeland's going to win this TNT championship, but something always prevents him from winning that championship title, almost like Hogan and Nick Bockwinkel back in the back in the day in the AWA, where man Hogan just came so close to winning the title, but something would happen to prevent him from winning that championship. You could go that route here, because I got to be honest with you, bully. Anything less to me is going to be a bit of a step down. 
what I saw last night, man, I, I, I don't know if I want to see Edge in the ring with anybody else. You talk about like these B stories and these. That's fantasy. why you make them wait for it. But you, but if you make it about the championship and you, but you also have the thread of their relationship together, you could have a series of matches throughout the year. And I'm not talking about a match every week or a match every month, a match every pay-per-view, which is just, you know, every three months. I I think you could have a long-term story told between those two with them stepping in the ring. The beauty of what I'm saying and what you're saying lies in Edge and Christian as performers because yes. either one of these ideas can work because Edge and Christian are going to make it work because they are great storytellers with phenomenal minds. I have a, an abundance of um, confidence in what these guys are going to be able to pull off. Edge and Christian are going to be able to pull off probably one of the best stories told in AEW's very young uh, career, uh, not career, um, history. It's going to take some time, and they're going to slow play it. And I would love them to get to the point where fans are just salivating to see, see, you're going old school, but so am I. I, I yeah. want to see people salivate to see Edge get his hands on Christian for what he said. It's it's an int- first of all, you and I are kind of saying the same thing, but yeah, we are, on, but going on different roads. You're talking about make them wait, make them wait, make them wait, have that payoff. I'm saying just have them have them physically tell that story that goes down a very very okay long road. so we're gonna so let's just say we go your way and in six weeks we get edge versus christian right mm-hmm. it, you're not suggesting edge wins right no no so who's gonna screw who's gonna screw him it could be it could be nick wayne it could be luchasaurus it could be christian that's, himself that's pretty obvious maybe maybe the kenny and Jericho thing comes into play that edge never did the right thing. I, I don't know, but they, but see right there, bully that's, that's fat. See, we're coming up with some great ideas here. So like if there is a match, let's just say at full gear, you have a match between Christian and edge and Christian gets himself disqualified, retains the title because of outside interference from Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. Then you could have that promo of like where he's like, guys, you know, where were you? I'm getting attacked in the middle of the ring. Not one of you could have come up, come out and saved me. And that's where Kenny could be like, do you remember the night you debuted on Dynamite? Where were you when I was getting attacked? Then you could start that that B story. So Christian and Edge still touch, but then you can have a B story follow up. I mean, it's just... Bully, it's just another way to tell a long-term story because whether it's building up to Edge and Christian finally touching or it builds up to Edge finally beating Christian for that TNT championship, you're telling a very long-term story. And and I'm all for it because one of the biggest things, um, one of the biggest gripes, concerns, criticisms that I have had and many other people have 
about AEW is the lack of storytelling. And even though we see them try to do storytelling at times, and I think MJF is a good example, whether it was the four pillar story, which even though I wasn't into as much as all the other stuff that Max does, it still was a story. It was episodic storytelling yes. that took place every week. What's um, going on with him and Adam Cole? Adam was pretty yes, is, abso yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think I enjoyed the stuff with Adam Cole and MJS more than I'm enjoying the stuff with Adam Cole and Roderick Strong right now. Um, but it's still storytelling. I think. I think. AEW has set their own perception with just match after match after spot fest after match after gimmick match after this after that that when they attempt to do storytelling it kind of gets lost in the sauce this is former UFC champion Chris Weidman do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me right now we are bringing the hardest hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with won't back down a Sirius XM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on Sirius XM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, Nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit, credit to the people. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. I love Mint Mobile because I save a ton of money. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for more details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. You'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert stay fueled with easy nutritious options head to factormeals.com slash busted 50 and use code busted 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that's code busted 50 at factormeals.com slash busted 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active we saw that vignette with Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. We saw it. We didn't necessarily hear it. They played it again. Um, I know that you love what's going on with Adam Cole and MJF. And I love what's going on with Adam Cole and MJF. Obviously, things had to pivot. Things had to change because of the injury to Adam Cole. What do you make of this story between Adam Cole and Roderick Strong? I'm just not as into it. And I, it's probably because over the past 10 years or so, I have not been able to get into Roderick Strong as a character. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it's going to take a little bit more time for me. And I think Roderick St- Strong is doing the best character stuff that he's ever done. But I'm not still on and still on board yet. And when I look at Roderick and, and like Cole, like doing the things on the scooters last night, like I was entertained watching Adam and MJF play dodgeball. Yes. And I felt like the dynamic was between Adam Cole and MJF was more mature. Last night, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. This is how I felt. I felt like I was watching children. I didn't feel like I was watching pro wrestlers that I should be afraid of. It, it's interesting because there's something there. There's something about chemistry and on screen chemistry, right? I remember gorgeous Jimmy Garvin for years was with Sunshine. And then he got into Precious was his valet. Left Sunshine, had Precious. Precious was his real life wife. So you would think that, wow, there's going to be a lot of chemistry between Jimmy Garvin and Precious. There was no chemistry. There was no on-screen chemistry between Jimmy Garvin and Precious. But there was on-screen chemistry between Sunshine and Jimmy Garvin, and they didn't have a real-life relationship. Adam Cole and MJF, they may be becoming friends now or have a relationship now, but they didn't. Roderick Strong and Adam Cole have had a, a, a very long friendship and relationship. MJF and Adam Cole have very strong chemistry on screen. Man, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong on screen, 
does not have, to me, that same kind of chemistry. And it doesn't matter what what reason you have or reason I have, we both get to the same end result. We're just not feeling it. See, with Adam Cole and MJF, it feels like completely opposite ends of the spectrum, and that's why it works. Styles make a fight. Yeah. It's not clicking with me and Roderick. And then I have Matt Taven lurking in the background and Mike Bennett. And when I'm looking at Taven and Bennett, I'm like, them. I'm more into them and their background noise in this shot. They're peas and carrots. They're garnish, if anything. But I find myself looking at Taven and Bennett more than Cole and Roderick. Because with Cole and Roderick, I feel like I'm looking at kids playing while the adults are watching over them. But they're telling more of the story with their facial expressions than what Roderick Strong and Adam Cole are actually doing verbally. And I think that I think that that Taven and Bennett probably with their facials are are saying exactly what we're saying with our voices right now. (laughs) It would have been okay. I think, and I, and it may be the same issue with you. Like, I, I agree with you. Roderick Strong is doing some of his best character work. Adam Cole's always had really good character work, even going back to his days with Ring of Honor. But when, but when Adam Cole went on that scooter last night and he had that big facial expression like a kid on that scooter, I was just like, ugh. What word, I was what like, word did ugh. you just say? What word did you just say? Kid. And I said, I felt like I'm watching kids. It was too much. It was, it was, it was too much. It was kind of like when it was MJF and Cole, it was childlike because that's what happens when friends get together. They get silly. They, they become childlike because just because of their friendship and they get a little silly. You and I get a little silly on the air, right? We get kind of ridiculous. It felt like because of their relationship, they got a little silly. They got a little ridiculous. Last night, it just felt forced. It was just like, uh, it was like, you're right. They're playing a part. It didn't feel real. It didn't feel natural. And I didn't feel that chemistry. Now, is it because we had to watch it again? Because the first time there was no audio? I don't think so. I don't think that's Dave, what it when was. I watched it, when I watched it with audio, the first thing I said to myself is, I wish they would have just left it alone and let the I, theater of my mind. Because when I saw it the first time, I was like, all right, whatever. But when I heard it with audio, I was like, nope. It was better with the audio. It was better without hearing what they were saying. Because again, Bennett and Taven tell the story with their facial expressions. And you got the gist of what was going on. I mean, Roderick Strong making him move furniture when he's obviously has an injury. Didn't really need the dialogue. It didn't help. And it kind of hurt watching it again because it actually wasn't really that great the first time. So making me watch it again. I mean, whatever. It just doesn't. I, I'm I'm worried about. And it's unfortunate because Cole... I believe we all know now that Cole is legitimately injured. I know last week we're like, is this legitimate? It's definitely legitimate. 
I'm worried about where this story is going to go now because I'm much more invested in MJF and Jay White than I am with Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. And give me NXT's version of Adam Cole any day over the week over this version of Adam Cole. I don't know if you agree with that, but that's just my personal opinion. I um, I thought Adam Cole did his best character work with Ring of Honor in his, and um, I thought he did f- phenomenal. And it was kind of like the same thing. It was based around friendship there too with Red Dragon. So like it was a little bit different, but yeah, I just, is it Rod? Is it Roderick Strong? Is Roderick Strong maybe the disconnect for you? It, it could be, but remember, you got to remember, and people are only going to hear the, and I don't even want to call it negative because I'm not get, being negative towards these guys. I'm just giving my opinions about why it might not be working for me. If we're talking about in ring, I can put Roderick over to the moon and tell you, oh, yeah, Roderick's a great wrestler and blah, 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 blah. But from a character point of view, I'm just not seeing it yet. Now, I'm sure the AEW fan base is very much entertained by Roderick Strong and Adam Cole riding scooters and wheeling around and smiling and yet because it's relatable to them. It's not relatable to me. Can I get a chuckle out of it? Sure. But I don't think it's, for me, it doesn't work for Adam Cole. It's a, it's a tough one because it's easier for me to buy in the story with Adam Cole and MJF because they're starting that they're not friends. And the fans are like, all right, this is not a real friendship. MJF's going to screw over Adam Cole. But what they were able to do with the storytelling is that now you're buying in to MJF to the point where the fans are behind MJF even more than Adam Cole. It's beautiful storytelling. Now you have Roderick Strong and Adam Cole that are already friends. But now I'm looking at him like, how is Adam Cole friends with Roderick Strong? He's annoying. He's a pain in the ass. It's just like, how how does Adam Cole not see this? It's the other side of the story. Dave, I am going to come. I am going to commit a complete breach of etiquette. Go ahead. I'm going to triple dog dare you to truly say on the air right now what you were thinking when that segment aired last night. Because I know the true Dave LaGreca. And I could just see you sitting there on your couch watching these guys ride scooters and saying, like, get this fucking shit off of my TV. Basically, I I said that. Because at least I was like, this is pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking bad. Because, and maybe that's, and maybe that's, could that be the intent of it? Like no, no, you know, that's not no, the intent of it. And and I agree with you. It would have been so much better. How much better would that have been if like Roderick Strong gave Adam Cole that scooter, right? And Adam Cole's looking at the scooter and he's saying, "Wow, man, thanks, thanks, Roddy, I appreciate it." And then Roderick Strong was like, "Come on, let's let's ride it. Let me let me see you ride it." And and Cole was like. Not now, not here. Come on, come on. I want to see. I want to see you ride it. 
Uh, come on, let me let me see you ride it. Come on, it's going to give me so much joy to see you r- ride it around my house. Okay, and then Cole's riding it, but he's got that look of disgust on his face. Where Roddy's like clapping his hands and it's got a big smile. It's like, yeah, Adam, go, go, yeah. And and Cole's got this like look of like disdain on his face. As but when he makes it. a U-turn and Roddy can see his face, he starts to smile like he loves it. But then when yeah. he turns back around, he's miserable again. Because he's like, why am I doing this? First of all, you can't even ride it. I'm in a fucking apartment. There's no room to ride it. And it's like so pathetic. Boy, this was so much more fun when I was doing it with my buddy MJF. Right? But 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 Adam Cole. And you, and you hear him under his breath say yes. that. I, I wish oh, Max was I, here. I wish MJF was here. But how pathetic was it when you saw Adam Cole's face of this like look of true glee and happiness? I was like, what a fucking nerd. Like how much I, I can't even imagine what Britt thought. It's, it's a, it had to be a turnoff. But like it, it had to be. This fucking is riding his scooter with his friend Roddy playing fucking video games. But like but um but, but like how much better would that segment have been? Because it's kind of like, it's, but that look of just like that look of happiness that, that Cole had on his face was like, ugh. I was like, oh man, immediately I wanted to turn it off because, because if he had the look of disgust, then it's like, I'm only doing this because I'm friends with this guy. So I feel like I have to do it. Like, so I'm going to do it. And it actually would have played into what happened later where Roddy's actually making a move furniture. Like, it's like, man, this guy is an asshole, but he's an old friend. I feel bad for him. Man, it would actually be, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was. And then at the end of the segment, when, when, when Cole leaves and he leaves with a look of disgust on his face and, and Roddy is saying out loud to Taven and Bennett, like, oh, my God, we're such best friends. And Taven and Bennett just be like, oh, my, yeah, like, this is awful. You have yeah. no idea. Because they see the real look on Cole's face. I, I, I like your idea. It, it's Listen, if you liked it, great. I'm glad you liked it because that's what it's there for. But some people are not going to like it. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you liked it, we're probably not going out for a beer. But if like it's just like that look on that look on Cole's face was just like, ugh. Because Cole made that face with MJF, but it was almost like, man, I'm missing out. I wish I was with these guys. You know, I, I wish I was acting like an idiot and acting silly. Like, I almost feel like I'm missing out. When I saw that segment last night, I was like, ugh, man, the last thing I would ever want to do is be alone in a room with these two people. Ugh. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.
This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm getting married today. I'm also a firefighter and first responder. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I can make it to my ceremony to start the next chapter of my life. When you see flashing lights, remember, they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down. 